Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I'm Tamika Gordon. I'm speaking with Don Gittens, the new CEO of Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited. Mr. Gittens is a seasoned management professional with over 20 years of experience in the areas of business development, strategic planning, international investment, trade negotiations, and financial analysis. He also served for six years at Jampo in the capacity of logistics, energy, infrastructure, and emerging sectors. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Don, thank you for joining us. Oh, and thank you so much for that wonderful welcome. <laughs> and I'm um, happy to be able to have a discussion with you on Impacting Jamaica. I'm always available for, for you at any time. Great, great. Good to have you. All right, let's begin by learning a bit about who Don Gittins is. Tell oh us, <laughs> who is Don Gittins? Ah, well, um, I'll, I'll start off with a, a quote that quite a few of my friends would say. My friends would say, if you and Don have a problem, I know that it's not done. Done is not the problem. <laughs> so essentially, you know, easy to get along with um can work in a multiple team i'm a i'm the consummate team player um look out for persons um i'm a people person you know i put people first um lead by example so if i don't want you to do something i'm not going to do it you know that kind of thing uh and the most that person said he's he's so disarming he's very nice he's very so i'm that kind of a guy who you 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 meet me today and you know me it feels like if you've known me for years for ages yeah great what would people from your childhood or your community remember you for what kind of a boy were you oh i used to get into <laughs> a lot of trouble but mischievous kind of trouble not giving trouble but you know um i remember i was i don't know if you if you guys remember six million dollar man superman mm -hmm. I, remember I was superman and i went and put my foot in fire pretending to be Superman. <laughs> so they will always say, Don is the type, he will try. If it's one thing he's going to do, he's going to try. So, and you know, I've brought that through my entire life. Um, I don't say no, I try. I say, guys, let's try. The worst thing that can happen is that you didn't try. You know what I mean? Mm. So if it's a no, let's try. The worst that can happen is that the person says no, but at least mm. try. So that they would always say, Don will try. If it's one thing he'll do, he'll try Okay, good. What were you like at high school? What you what were your areas of interest? Well, high school was was fun. I enjoyed my high school. Now, if they if um a lot of your um, persons listening don't know, I um I'm originally from Barbados, so I went to high school in Barbados. I went to a high school called the Lodge School, and um I liked I played football. 
and um and lawn tennis and to the point where i became the manager of the lawn tennis team at the school so you see, i automatically started to go into management and manage things um but i was very and i was a cadet i was in cadets as well so the discipline from the cadets came along with me um throughout school so school for me was i, I don't know it was one of the most wonderful years of my life is where i learned a lot and I still have a very good, a lot of childhood friends um, from school, which we all do, you mm -hmm. know, but um, it was one of the things that really shaped me into what I am. And I enjoyed um, my my days in high school. You, you just took me back a little bit there just now. <laughs> just remembering something in high school. <laughs> uh, but it was it was fantastic. I loved it. Loved it. And as soon as you said you're a Bajan, I heard the accent come out. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, you know, sometimes some people can pick it up from right away. And then some. So I always tell people I'm one of those lucky persons who have two homes, Barbados and Jamaica. And the other day I heard somebody say um, he was from Panama. And he said, you know, I'm from Panama, Panama by birth, but Jamaica by choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so in me, I don't know if I had a choice. But I have two homes, you know, Barbados and Jamaica. It's a, and Jamaica is where I live, my 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 family, everybody. So I'm I'm at home. This is home for me. Very good, very good. All right, let's talk about your um background. Um, how do you feel that your early years, you know, influenced your career choices or your your schooling in any way? If it did, no, it did. It did. So coming up um, in, uh, so what has done, it has given me um, a lot of a different perspective, yeah? So I was, as, as I said, I did high school in Barbados. I did my part of my university in the Bahamas. And then I did part of my master's in, um, in New York. So having those, living in those different cultures and understanding the world internationally, um it gives it gives me a different perspective of a thought process so my thought process is a little different today to the to the other person's thought process because i can assess how it can happen in different areas and how somebody will react in a in a, in a different and all of that came through schooling mm -hmm. and living in different areas where you have to relate to people in a different way um and then living and living in Jamaica. So that's four different countries, right? In a in a relatively short space of time. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so when I was thinking of what I wanted to do, um, we're in the Caribbean. So I said, you know, tourism, I want to run my own restaurant. So I decided to do my first degree in hotel management. So during my hotel first degree, that's how I ended up in Bahamas. So we're doing first degree in hotel management. But I never planned to work one day in the hotel industry. I just want to be able to be able to run a restaurant. And what that program did for me, it taught me customer service. So I'm big on customer service and I'm big on ensuring that, you know, I, I deliver what I'm saying I'm going to do. So if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Right. So manner your word. And then inculcate that of a purse of the persons that are around you. And then I I was trying to decide, okay, Don, so you, you're gonna do the, the, the uh, restaurant, but you're not ready, you're not there yet. So what am I gonna do my master's in? So I had planned out, I'll do my first degree in hotel management, do the prerequisites that I could, and then I'm gonna do my master's in telecommunications. So did the hotel management, 
they went and went back home, worked for one year at the Barbados uh, National Productivity Council, where I, I worked in training and um, I did training, um, some really good training, etc. I was a training officer, training manager um, within that area um, for customer service, um, time management, um, management um, professional, th those kinds of management professional types of training. So I did those. And then I went and did my master's in telecommunications, completely opposite, completely different <laughs> to everything that was there. Yeah. So automatically, <clears throat> I have um, training in, 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 in hospitality. Then I got training in being able to deliver training products, et cetera, being able to run a, a training school, that kind of thing. And then I went and did in telecoms. So my master's in telecoms, which, which gave me a background in IT and running telecommunications um, um, uh, processes, et cetera. Yeah. Right. So that was my background. And then when, after I finished my, my master's, I, I came to Jamaica and I got my first job was at Jampro. And at Jampro, I was in business development. And in business development, uh, we had responsibility for a lot of the clients that were coming in, the projects that we had, and we would have been the ones who would facilitate those. So I was able to facilitate, because of the tourism background, the hospitality background, I facilitated a lot of the, the big hotels that came in. So Iberia Star, um, Bahia Principe, some of those. And then I got promoted within the first year um, to do ICT because of the telecoms background. And then that's where I was able to help flow to come in, um, et cetera, help the facilitation with flow. So automatically I got a, a, a my my experience is diverse, right? And mm -hmm. it will be a little bit more diverse than the average person. I, I, so I'm running ahead of you. Are you are the, um, that's okay. The, because the, the, I think we're on a roll. We're on a roll. Yes. We're on a roll. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. So from there now, I spent five years at Jampro. And I perfected the craft. I love Jampro. Jampro is fantastic. Jampro is a fantastic training ground because what Jampro was able to do was to show me how business and government inter interact, intercede. And then I was able to understand how government works and I was able to understand how the business work, right? And then that mesh in between of making sure the two work um, cohesively together because for the businessman, Money is time. Time is money. So he needs all his approvals, everything to get done quickly. On the government side, sometimes we don't we don't see it. We more follow process and you have to go through this process. But for me, I was saying that I understand time is money. So the process needs to move quickly, but Faster. with integrity. Right. So you can cut corners and, you know, you, you won't do that. But you just need to make sure that it moves as quickly because time is money for the investor. Right. Mm -hmm. And you need to give the investor all of the information that they need to make the right decision. So mm -hmm. even though we're doing a business development, et cetera, you need to make sure they get all of the information they need from Jamaica as a country because I have other places that they can go. But I need to give them the right information for them to make the right decision to invest in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. How so does all fantastic. of that, yeah. How does all of that, your background, help you now in this role, this your new role as so CEO? Culminating to it, I'm telling you, it like I was, <laughs> it like I was trained for this role because then I went to Cable and Wireless and I was the regional um, account manager for the blue chip clients, right? Then I went back to Jampro 
and I, I was in charge of logistics, energy, and infrastructure. And then along comes manpower. Manpower has four business lines. One of them is training. You hear me mm -hmm. talk about training before. I went at the Institute of Workforce Education and Development. So I have the experience and the knowledge to get that done. Then the next one is workforce development, where the weird HRO. So mm -hmm. at John Pro, I was responsible. When I did IT, I was responsible for outsourcing. So <laughs> I understand IT. I understand the outsourcing um, industry. I understand what needs to happen as it, as it relates to HRO. Then we have the janitorial and um and cleaning. But I say to, to my guys, the janitorial and cleaning just gets us into the building. Once we're in the building, what else can we do? If a bulb is blown, I want to be able to change the bulb. And my people are there, so they can tell me if the bulb blows, so I can change it field. So full-on facilities management, full-on man mm -hmm. building maintenance. And at Jampro, I was responsible for infrastructure. So I needed to get all of the approvals for the big um, projects that are going on, big building projects, etc. So there again, I have the experience in that. And then finally, sales and distribution, <clears throat> which is another one of our business line, which is the movement of we're selling, we're a distributional, distribution company for cleaning supplies, um, chemicals, and a lot of different brands that we're trying to, to move. And that is the, 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 the customer service part, the, the movement of, so you see, my All whole of that life, it, like I was being built to come <laughs> and sit right at the manpower. So it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a fabulous journey and I, I enjoyed um, telling it to you just now. Thank you so much. And I can see that you're enjoying wearing the hat. Yes. How does it feel? Yes. You know, <clears throat> when you start right, I believe when you start right, you tend to end right. And I think that between myself and Mrs. Hinchcliffe, we started right. Just the way how we were able to go about and do the transition and she being there with me, uh, you know, throughout the whole the whole time, gave me the little tips here and there and thing, and and I just took it over, you know. And she said to me, "Boy, Don, I have my garden to go and do, you know." <laughs> so she wants to, to make go and sure. Visit. <laughs> yeah, man. I have people to go and visit. <laughs> I have, I have, I have things, I have books to write. So she's been fantastic. And she's just said, Don, you just go. Because I've been able to assimilate so quickly. You never mm -hmm. believe that this is just my sixth week. Yeah, and your background. Everyone, said, yes. Yeah, and everyone yes. said, Don, I feel like you've been here for, for at least two years. You know? Yes, yes. So I've been That's able to good. assimilate quickly and um, been able And the to synergy is good. Yes, 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 yes. We're taking a break now to hear from our sponsors. John John, I know you're in there. I want to know when lights are come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Akeisha, just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things here. So you can't stop, knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsgo.com for more info. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. 
We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Mantuan Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-472-125. Thank you for staying with us on Impacting Jamaica. We are speaking with Don Gittins, the new CEO of Manpower. Tell me though, what are the elements of leadership that you think managers often overlook or falter in? And, and and why? And, you know, let's talk about how you have managed to navigate that kind of a, of a leadership challenge, if you will. All right. So you would have heard me started out by saying that um, I'm a people person. Right. So for me, leadership starts with people, starts with your, your staff. I believe that if you can give your staff the... Um, the amount of recognition and the amount of, you know, um, support and providing resources, just look after your staff. You'll get the productivity you need. Um, for example, as it relates to manpower, um, our bread and butter is um, janitorial and cleaning, right? That gets us, that gets us moving. That's what we are known for. And I need to ensure that those persons who are there doing the cleaning, what I need to ensure that they are good. I need to ensure that they are happy. I need to ensure that they are okay and they are they feel comfortable. Because if one day everybody get up and say that they that they they're not going to work today, what am I going to call and tell the client? You know. Mm -hmm. So I need to. So I I told I tell everyone I have a four problem plan. One, my internal customer. And my internal customer or my PR my employees. I need to ensure first and foremost, that they are taken care of and they are good. You know, somebody said leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence. So even when you're gone, they still remember you, you know? You need to lead by example and take care of your of things. So as leader, I'm in charge of approximately 3,000 persons. And I need to know every single one. I don't know... I, <laughs> Everybody I need to know. And in knowing everyone, I need to know um, things about them. I need to know, you know, their, their kids, they go to school. And, you know, just show interest in your people. Mm -hmm. And and I think from doing that, it have it has, it, and that's me just naturally. That's, that's just me as a person. So I would have done that anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but as leadership, you need to ensure that you one you have a succession plan in place because uh, you need to ensure that people understand that you have their back and whatever it is that they're doing you, you can make a mistake you know um but be allowed to make that mistake right and take chances not you're not gonna go and, and think but have initiative be encouraged enough to take initiative where um, the company will benefit but but you, you have your plate your things in place you know you have your controls in place etc but um, uh, allow persons to express themselves and let them be know that you have the back no, no matter what you understand mm -hmm. and I'm not a micromanager not in the least um but so you have to allow persons to manage now if you can't manage we're gonna have a different conversation because mm -hmm. you need to be able to have those those difficult conversations. But if you're doing what you're supposed to do, the conversation won't be difficult. 
So not a micromanager in any shape, way or form. However, you must manage. I expect directors or managers to manage. And like I said, if you can't manage, then we'll have a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I say to everybody, and I'm going to leave this one with you, is that there are two things. One, I'm not greedy. So I'll take 1% of something rather than 100% of nothing. Let's say that again. Yes. 1% of something rather than 100% of nothing. And just ensure that we are always um, looking out for one another and ensuring that, you know, you say what you mean and be that person that you, once you give your word, you keep it. Yeah. Give me an example of, of a situation that comes to mind with the, the, the adage you just use, 1% of something rather than 100% of nothing. Okay, for example, sometimes we'll be in business and uh, let's just take a, 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 a small uh, business owner, um, for example, and they want to do a partnership, all right? Mm -hmm. Or somebody comes to them to do a partnership. Sometimes we are a bit hesitant because we want all, all, all of it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't want to share. That's one thing we don't do. We don't like to share. No. Look at the... the, 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 the um, so there's always a solution to every problem. You might not like the solution, but there's a solution to every problem. And I'm very solutions oriented, so I'll try and find that solution, right? So in saying that, is that there are sometimes when we see something come, uh, you know, in front of us, and because we want all of it, we run, we aren't able to break it down um, to a point where you can say, you know what, maybe I can go and go go with this, and I'll be much better off by going with this one than trying to get the whole one hundred. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't give you a specific example, but I try to break it down a little bit more yes. so that those are listening can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. It's better to have 1% of something than 100% of nothing. Because 100% of nothing really is nothing. Nothing, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. What yeah. do you think makes a good workforce or a good workplace? All right, so a good workforce training, continuous training, um, making sure that you're always on top of your game, even though you're on top of your game, ensuring you find out what it can make you even, even better. So you must always have that um, value proposition where you are the, the person that persons go to, you know what I mean? You're that extra. So even, and even though you're that extra, what else makes you even more extra than that, right? Mm -hmm. So training, continuous training, continuous learning. We're never too old to learn. Um, and you must always believe that age is just a number. You're never too old to learn. So don't think that you're too old to, mm -mm, you can go and look, do something whenever. So training, 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 training. And workplace is just ensuring that you have all the policies and procedures in place is one that they, and, and you must, every, every company has its own culture. So you need to understand what that culture is and either enhance on it, or if you're going to divert, divert, but do it in stages. You can't do it like, you know, you can't do it that, that will shock the system and you probably will never recover. So you need to do it in stages and do it gradually. Some cultures might take 10 years to change. Some cultures might take, or not just change, but just pivot. Or some might take two or some might take five. It just depends on how deep the culture is in the organization. So just like, People who have personalities, companies have personalities. And once you understand that, right, then you can go about understanding what the personality of your company is and then work to suit. Because 
we as people understand one another and understand people's personalities and you have the extrovert you have the introvert you have people who are quiet you have... companies are kind of like the same kind of way because we're all made up of people and mm-hmm. and companies tend to move by what the leader says you understand how that how that leader charts his strategic direction and what they want to do where they want to go um and from that once you have your policies in place you ensure that staff is taken care of. It tends to inculcate a certain type of culture that allows openness, freeness, you know, that kind of a of a of a thing. So for me, my personality is one where I'm open. Um, try to be as genuine as possible, try to give as much as possible where customer service is concerned, and try to be um uh, like I said, try to not be selfish in any kind of way you'll start to see things start to, to you know, maturate around, around that kind of, so you realize, so at some point, Manpower will become that company where people know it to be flexible, um, which we are already, um, and we know we go the extra mile, we're going to give 120% to our clients, we're going to make sure the client went, so my goal, you know, is that when oh, anybody is that was thinking, my next question we're on a <laughs> is that when anyone is thinking about cleaning any kind of um like distribution um anything that 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 has an ecosystem they think of manpower mm-hmm. so for example building maintenance you know who can who can um do the a good building maintenance and da-da-da? manpower who can do this cleaning for me? I need to have this one-off cleaning and this post-construction cleanup. And then what company can do it on a big scale? Manpower. You know, I want people to, I want business owners to start to think that, and you know, subliminally, whoever is listening to this, I want you to listen. <laughs> manpower is in your head and manpower is telling you, um, we can do it. We can do it best. So I'll give you a quick example. <clears throat> we um recently um uh, sponsored the cleaning up of the expo um ex- expo expo oh, okay. jamie Jeremy uh, expo correct so my team did the 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 cleanup and everything uh for it so we would have been the the, the general um clean so we went up on the tuesday night and um we were supposed to be there from the monday but there was some miscommunication my people weren't there the monday but we went up the tuesday and we put a team in there the tuesday so we came over and we stayed on and we did the Wednesday. So the Wednesday now, they said that, you know, you'd have to stay, come, get there by 10. So we finish up by 10 and stay and clean so we can leave by 12 because that's when all the booths are being um, finalized because we're going to open on Thursday. <clears throat> so we said, sure, you know, I'm up there with the guys. And it's, my, it's my third or fourth week. I'm, you know, we're we're good. So some people start to build their booth at 10. <laughs> so they said, all right, that means that persons aren't finished with their booths, which means then you're probably have to stay to like 12, clean up and leave by two because we need to open for nine. You know what my team said? The team said, no, 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 sir. What we're going to do, we're just going to stay. We're not going to go home. We're going to stay at the arena and we're going to stay at the indoor from two and just stay and clean up. So that it's and stay here and be here in the morning, tidy up everything so it's ready for an open at nine. No, I, I couldn't ask for anything better than that. I mean, I was like, guys, 
really? She said, yes, that's what we do is manpower. We are going to give our 100% and dedication to the client. And this was a sponsorship, eh? We're not getting mm -hmm. paid. <laughs> this is mm -hmm. us just making sure that the client is happy. So that's what I want. That's and your legacy. Because that was yes. the question I wanted to ask. What would be your legacy as CEO of Manpower? That I've taken Manpower to uh, a level where it is known across the region as the number one company as it relates to um cleaning janitorial and all of the different business lines that we have because we are unique um uniquely positioned and where we are and with the, the the various um strategic partnerships that we can put together i think we can go regionally we can dominate jamaica go regionally and be that company that when you say manpower people understand what that connotates I wanted to also ask you, Mr. Gittins, um, how do you balance work and family? You're in a new role. Everything is demanding. Everything is moving fast. What is your balance? Well, I have a little, I have a little, um, um, <laughs> so I'm a Kiwanian, um, mm -hmm. Lieutenant Governor of um, 2020, 2021. So I give back, right? That's mm -hmm. part of me. Um, I'm also involved in a lot of different types of um, associations that give back, um, etc. So I'm I have a very active um, private life. So one of the things that I try to do um, in balancing is I try not to take. So I do all the work. So when I go home, I try to not take work home. Mm -hmm. So when I'm home, I give home my one hundred percent. Right. So I do everything I need to do. I mean, mind you, I'm working through the weekend and da da da. But when I'm home, I try to ensure um, that there are little times where they'll come up where you have to do something or you have to. But for the most part, I try to leave the work at the office. And um, think manpower is a little different because of our, our the type of work that we do. I might get calls at three o'clock in the morning. I might, you know, you might get. I will do those things will happen. But for the most part. The most part. Once you go home, you leave it. You, you leave the work um, 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 at work, and home is home. Oh. And um, and what I've started to do now, me and Christine. Christine is um, my much, 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 much better half. <laughs> she, <laughs> um, we we tend to talk about um, what we'd have done um, at work for the day, and you know, and that's kind of cathartic for us because we get to talk it through. You know, we get to talk about different things, talk about. So having that, and I keep telling the team, you need to have balance. Balance is very, 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 very important. So mm -hmm. it's a good question. I thank you for asking that. So what I try to do, I do as I go hard, do everything I need to do. You see, once I once I get in the car to get home and I'm home, and then I go, yeah, man, that's it. And I, I like sports, so sports i um i i i'm in on, on any sport it doesn't matter what it is it could be curling um mm -hmm. golf love them you know it doesn't matter um so i i i um, involve myself in sports i watch a lot of sports going on uh, you know um things so uh that is my coping mechanism and i i like soccer so mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I was waiting for you to yeah, drop that yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anything carnival, that's me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have, uh, you know, yes. you, have, you need to know what 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 works for you, 
and um and just make sure that you incorporate that in your life remember we only have one you know mm -hmm. we only have one yeah. So in having that way, you must enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. So what I've what is really good too is that I enjoy what I do at Manpower. Uh -huh. And so it doesn't come like work. Right now, it does not feel like work. So I don't feel like I've taken home anything. You understand? Yeah. So, and that's how I was at Jampro. Jampro felt like it wasn't work for me. It was, I enjoyed it. And I've brought that same thing to, to Manpower. So Manpower for me, feels like I am actually doing something I should have been doing all my life you know so I I actually enjoy what I do I really really love it and I know that that's going to continue and as we grow I'm going to love it even more you know mm -hmm. um so see the opportunities and can identify the opportunities identify the strategic partnerships that I need to do identify where we need to go what we need to do next increase revenue to all of those things is just so exciting and just putting it into into play and watching it play out you know is 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 really good indeed that's a, a very lovely point on which to end our discussion it has truly been a pleasure you were a wonderful guest <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much and to look, I must say you, know, you were fantastic cuz you just allow me to just uh, just talk which yes. is really really good and you, yes, you yes. went up make it Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you too. Do continue to have a wonderful day and thank you for joining us on Impacting Jamaica. And thanks to the listeners, all of you out there, please, please, please enjoy, enjoy and make sure you listen to Impact Jamaica a lot more. It is Indeed. wonderful. And make sure you tune in whenever Tamika is on. Please, please. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.